I'm too excited tonight. I can't help myself. God is good. If half the people home tonight, well, they just missed it. I mean, well, I, we got the camera feed on now. I better hush. I, listen, it's good when you see it in person, ain't it? Praise God. Praise God He's good. Praise God He's alive. Praise God. You can go to all those other tombs and see all those other things and all those other people, but praise God He's risen. Oh, He's risen. James chapter number 4 tonight. I tell you, uh, what we need today is some good old-fashioned dependence on God. <laughs> hey, He's faithful, folks. Uh, he's right there for us when we need Him. He proves Himself every time, don't He? I tell you what, we can have all the fear in the world, but praise God, He's dependable. He's there for us. And all we need to do is act on a little faith. Amen? James chapter number 4, beginning in verse number 13, reading down through 15 tonight, says this, Go to now, ye that say, Today or tomorrow we will go into such a city, and continue there a year, and buy and sell and get gain. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. For that ye ought to say, If the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. Amen. Praise God. Hey, that's true tonight. Amen. That's true. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, God, I do thank you for the day that you've given us, God. God, I thank you and praise you that tonight at God Southside Baptist Church, we can get together, God. Oh, God, we can sing praise unto you. Praise God, we can praise you tonight. God, we can realize tonight you're alive, God. You're not, God, your son ain't in the tomb, but he's right there with you. <laughs> tonight, alive and well. God, tonight to know that the child of God has got you on the inside. God, I ask you to stir in us. God, move us. Move me out of the way, as a matter of fact. God, I don't want to be seen or heard. But God, I pray you touch us. God, if we got anxiety, won't you? God, I ask you just settle that. God, I know you're faithful and able. God, I pray we realize it's your will that matters. God, that we can depend on you. You're faithful, God. God, we don't need to lean on the things of this world. We can lean upon you. God, I pray you give us the courage to do this, that. God, tonight that we might see you just even a little more, God. God, I pray you reveal yourself to us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. I said it earlier, I meant it. What we are lacking today is dependency on God. Listen, you might say, well, preacher, he done went negative already from the very back. Listen to me, I don't want to be negative tonight, but we got to realize what we're lacking. Amen? Listen, uh, we, li we listen to the things of this world, and boy, they such a... Uh, boy, we, they do Can I just tell you this? The world depends on the world, folks. I, I wish we could get over that and realize tonight the world is never going to depend on God. Okay? Uh, as Christians, as believers, we run around and we wonder why everybody's so crazy. Well, that's what they're going to do. That's what the world's going to do. It's going to be in chaos. You say, are you preaching about the virus and all? No, I'm talking about everyday life tonight, folks. That's in every facet of our life. The world done gone crazy. 
Huh? But can I tell you this? It didn't start with the coronavirus. It's been going on. The world's been crazy, right? And the child of God and the people of God, to know we ain't got to get involved in that, but we can depend on the Lord. Oh, we can put our faith and trust upon Him. James gives us a word uh, tonight, and yes, it is relevant for our day, just as it was relevant in James's day. Amen. Amen. And what does he say here? Well, let me read it to you one more time. Go to now. Ye that say today or tomorrow, we will go into such a city and continue there a year. And buy and sell and get gain. Can I tell you tonight, we need to be careful making plans. All right? Now listen, I know the first thing that runs through your mind is, Preacher, we are to be responsible. We are to, we are to prepare ourselves. We are to do a little bit of planning. And can I tell you, I've got nothing against any of that. But what you do do ought to line up with what God wants you to do. All right? Uh, many times we'll get in, we want to control it ourselves. We want to go take it upon ourselves to do this, that, or the other. And we look to things that we don't even know is going to exist. We look to the things that we don't even know is going to happen. I tell you what I believe God is calling us to do is to look unto Him, folks. Look unto Him for His will. What's that going to take, though? we got to get ourselves out of the way. Amen. Amen. Why is it that we get out of the will of God? Why is it that we plan ahead without God? It ain't because of God, it's because of us. Amen. We're the ones that get in the way. We're the ones that many times is our own stumbling block for what God wants to do in our lives. Now you say, preacher, I didn't come to hear that tonight. Well, this is where we're at. This is what God gave us. And so we can sit and not listen and soak about it. Or we can accept it, examine our lives, and see what God would have us do about it. Amen? Hey, listen, you're not here by accident. I'm not here by accident. If, uh, if God didn't want us to meet tonight, listen, that'd have been a mandate we couldn't meet. Hey, I, I know churches in North Carolina tonight, friends up there, that, hey, they had to cancel church. Had to go online. They were limited to 100 people to the church. That was it. Folks, it's real. It's real. There's going to be some challenges in our day. We better be able to depend upon God. Listen, and I don't say that as He's not dependable. He's always been dependable, always will be dependable. But you and I have got to have our faith in the right place. Our faith has got to be in the right place. Listen, I, I'm so glad tonight I just listened to them singing and listening to Jason and Jennifer and Judy and them singing. I mean, I'm, I'm just thankful to God tonight. I can be faithful to the Lord because He's dependable. Amen. Think about that tonight. Oh, think about that tonight. It don't matter my circumstance. It don't matter my situation. Listen, you, tomorrow you might be laid up in the hospital. You ever thought about that? Ain't nobody want to think about that, do you? But that's a reality. You might be on life support sometime tonight. We might be going and visiting you at the hospital, right? See, we think we know what tomorrow holds. We think we know what the, the next minutes hold of our life. Reality is we may not get out of service before the Lord calls us home. Folks, that's a reality tonight. But yet many times we don't live in that. I, I'll be honest with you. If he went ahead and called us home, to God be the glory. To God be the glory. I'm ready to go. My family's somewhere probably across the Georgia line. Doesn't left me here all by myself. But praise God. God come to call us home. We'll just meet in the air. Amen. We'll just meet in the air. I wonder if you got that settled tonight. I wonder if you're truly depending on the Lord for everything. Tonight we can also depend upon His promises. Amen. 
<laughs> they sure ain't never changed, folks. Uh, you think the circumstances of life uh, shape and mold God's, uh, God's uh, promises? You better think again. There's nothing in your life you're going through or facing that's going to change God's promises. They're ever the same. That's an amen. That's an amen. Praise God. Praise God. But notice in verse 13 how we can just become so overconfident in our ability. Huh? Ye that say today or tomorrow we'll go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. I think I could say this about you because I can say this about me. We get so overconfident in our abilities. We think God needs us. Huh? We got a news flash tonight on Sunday night. Most faithful people probably in the whole house. God don't need us. God don't need me. He could take me out of here tonight and guess what? There'd be somebody in the pulpit on Wednesday. That's a reality, folks. That's a reality. We get so overconfident. And I can tell you, as uh, this message was burning on my heart, I went back to times in my own life. And y'all know my, hey, y'all know enough about me. You can tell the story. Brother Steve, you can stand and tell the story, right? I mean, I can remember times I'd get so overconfident, man. I, I knew that I had it. I knew I was going to be able to do it. God, you just step aside and I can take care of it. God help us. Now, some of y'all act like I'm the only one that has done that. Huh? Come on now. Hey, we can be honest on at least Sunday night, right? If we can be honest any time, at least on Sunday night. Yeah, so many times we look to ourselves. We look to our abilities. We look to what we think we've got, folks. But the reality is it's all about what God's got for us. His will, Right? His will. So many times we get ourselves in the wrong place at the wrong time. We get ourselves in such a mess because we're overconfident in self. And can I tell you the moment that it gets us, and I want everybody's attention, all everybody's eyeballs, the white of your eyes, they used to say. Huh? The moment we get overconfident and we do it in our will, we are out of God's will. And folks, that's not called will, His will, that's called sin. That's called sin, folks. And tonight, we really need to call it what it is. And listen, I can tell you that trying it in my own will, time and time again, I have fell flat upon my face. Flat upon my face. To the very point, I'm begging God to pick me up. You say, I ain't never seen it. That's because I don't like to show it. Huh? You like to show it? Surely not. Brother George has a good day every week. I mean, <laughs> he proclaims it on Wednesday night, praise God. But I, I, I would beg to say that I, even George, Brother George has a bad day. Amen. We all do. We all do. And I love you, my brother. You keep doing that because God's blessing you. Think about, think about this tonight, though. Overconfidence will get us every time and it will become sin if we allow it to yes the truth is we're busy making plans yep for today for tomorrow for next year am i the only one huh that's the truth that's the truth and we might not even be here to see it it's a reality i know hey listen there's been many times brother john i've caught myself worried about things gonna happen next week and guess what next week get here and it didn't even happen <laughs> 
That's a reality, folks. We got to get our perspective right. We got to depend upon God to lead us and to guide us. We cannot go on our own. Think about that. Moses wrote in Deuteronomy. Talking about being careful of plans. Deuteronomy chapter number 8. I had to mark it in my Bible because I wanted to read it to you tonight. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verses 11 through 14. Moses uh, was writing this. He said, uh, Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God, and not keeping His commandments and His judgments and His statutes which I command thee this day. Lest when thou hast eaten and art full and hast built goodly houses and dwelt therein and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply, and hey, uh, and all that thou hast in multiply, then thine heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. You know what, tonight I pray we don't forget who God is. Verse 17, you leap down a little bit on that, and I'll read it to you here. It says, And thou say in thine heart, My power and the might of mine hand hath gotten me this wealth, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. And it shall be if thou do at all forget the Lord thy God, and walk after other gods, and serve them, and worship them, I testify against you this day that ye shall surely perish. Huh? Now you say that's Old Testament, that's Deuteronomy, that was to the children of Israel. Can I tell you what? <laughs> Folks, we can take a real big lesson from that. What God says do, God expects us to do. There's no question on that. Right? And we can debate it all that we want to. But God is not going to bless a mess, and God is not going to bless out of His will. we got to be dependable we got to be dependent on Him and Him alone. Think about this, the man who says in his heart, and I'm talking about man, woman, boy, and girl, it doesn't matter, but the one who says in their heart that they don't need God. Can I tell you tonight, you need God for your next breath. Amen. For your next breath. Amen. How many people do you know just drop dead just like that? Man, God could take you in a second. You could be gone. And how arrogant we become and how self-confident we become on who we think we are. We're nobody, folks. We're God's creation. And yes, He loves us. Yes, He loves us. Loves us so much He sent His only begotten Son that we might be saved, right? That we can ask for forgiveness of our sin. That we can walk upright in righteousness. Not in ours, but in His. But folks, if we're not going to follow and we're not going to depend upon God, He might well just take us out of here. Hmm? And I believe He's done that to more than a few. To more than a few. Yes, you don't have to agree with that tonight. But it's true. Have you ever thought about this? God controls that uh, curtain between today and tomorrow. Huh? You and I don't control that curtain. Hey, you and I don't get to pick and see what it's going to be on the other side. Now, God will bless sometimes, and hey, guess what? We'll, we'll get what the desires of our heart are. But God don't owe it to us. God doesn't owe that to us. That's a reality, folks. God has ordained your days. You've not ordained your days. And as much as we would like to, we don't ordain the days of anybody else. Right? Right? 
I've known so many people, and I, listen, I pray you hear my heart, Brittany, back there on the, against the wall. Hey, uh, because she always reminds me that I say that. But listen, not only do we not ordain other people's days, we've got no right to be upset with God when He takes somebody home. I, I've done it. You've done it, I'm sure, right? And we'll question God. God, why in the world would you take them away or why would you take them out or God why in the world will I have to live without them guess what it's not our call folks and listen when we get out of the will of God because we get out of the will of God with that thought process because you know what we do we get angry with God we get upset with God and listen he knows our feelings okay I've told many people of this because I've had people look me dead in the face brother Steve and their loved one pass away and they say right now I'm just angry with God you know what I say? Well, you just be angry with God, but you better get over it. You just better get over it. Because it's not your choice. You don't get to call. It's God's call, folks. I don't even know why we're talking about it. Not somebody's dealing with it, maybe. Huh? That's a reality, folks. We've got to be in God's will, but we got to, hey, to do that, we've got to be dependent on God. We've got to have dependence on God. Uh, so many times we think that uh, that bank account we got is going to do something for us. Huh? Listen, uh, I'll just tell you, I've lost quite a bit in that 401k crash. I mean, really, I will call it a crash. That thing's a mess. I mean, it needs a body shop. I mean, come on. I looked at that thing, and I didn't want to look again. But can I tell you that my, hey, my inheritance is not based on my 401k. My inheritance is not based on the Tao, what it opens with tomorrow. My inheritance is laid up in heaven. It's laid up in glory. Hey, it's by His riches, folks. Mm, an eternal inheritance because of what Jesus Christ has done in me. I ask you tonight, has He done the same thing for you? Has He done the same thing for you? I know that many people, uh, you, it, we see it every time that it happens when markets crash and things seem to be out of control and spiraling out of control. Man, you see the uh, suicide rate jumps like crazy. Huh? Yeah, people who jump out of buildings, they'll cut their wrists, they'll shoot themselves. I mean, that's a reality, folks. I don't enjoy talking about it, but it's a reality. Why does that happen? Because they have placed their hope and faith in the world folks and can I tell you every single time that you do that and child of God don't pretend like you don't do that because many times we'll do that but we will end up disappointed every time every time we'll end up disappointed we'll end up empty we can't do it we cannot live that way can I tell you this what's the value of Jesus dying on the cross huh Preacher, where are you going with that? He's worthy, folks. He's worthy tonight that we would think of ourselves, hey, that we've got an inheritance, that we would look to that with joy, that we wouldn't get so depressed that we'd want to take our lives, but we would be able to look at the joy of the Lord and be able to express that. You know, the joy of the Lord, hey, listen, if the market went down to zero and, hey, James Allen lost his house, I mean, let's, I mean, you can come live with me, but all kind of stuff. Listen, hey, all kind of things could happen to us, right? I mean, somebody mentioned earlier today martial law and all these things. Hey, don't think that, don't think that couldn't happen here. Huh? I asked you tonight, where are you, what are you, what are you going to do? You going to go crazy and join the circus? Huh? 
don't know about you, but I'm just going to keep my faith and trust in the Lord. He's got it all anyway, folks. He's not changed. He's not anywhere. He's the same today, same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He's God. He's God, and either we'll trust Him or either we won't. Let's go a little bit deeper in that passage, though. First, you see, we're talking about, James is talking about gain there, and, 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 and the over, uh, boy, the over, uh, the over abundance that, boy, we can get and we can lean upon and for ourselves, but that wouldn't be what God wants us to do. Verse 14 says this, Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? You know, I pray tonight you'll ask that question to yourself. You realize it's being posed to us. Hmm? For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. The reality is tonight we're not promised tomorrow. And we sure not promised tonight. Do you honestly belong to Christ? You say, preacher, you're going to talk about salvation on a Sunday night? Sure I am. Hey, if I can go to a wedding and somebody gets saved, I, I know we can show up Sunday night and somebody gets saved. Come on. Come on. He's real. He's alive and he's here. Right? And he's here to save you if you're lost. Man, I, I, I just go back to being 14 years old and, and wrestling in, in my bed with myself about where I was going to spend eternity. Man, I'd live right there and cry over that thing, not wondering, hey, and you know what You know what really got me, you know what really got a hold of me was that very thought that a thousand years from now my soul would be somewhere. And I got to thinking about what the preacher preached on. The very fact that you must be saved. Huh? And if you're not saved, if you haven't received Christ, that didn't forgive you of sins to come into your heart and save you and be Lord of your life. And He should be Lord of your life if you're saved. Without that, you're going to die and go to hell. Folks, that's a reality. Hell is real today. I mean, we can pretend it ain't all we want to, but that's not going to do you any good, not going to do me any good, and sure isn't going to do a lost and dying world any good. Who's going to proclaim it if we don't? Can I ask you that tonight? Huh? Who's going who's to proclaim that we are to be dependent on God if the children of God's not going to do it? You think the world's lining up to proclaim that? There ain't no way. There ain't no way. They're trying to figure it out with toilet paper and baby wipes and everything else. How sad it is. You see, even in the Old Testament, with the Old Testament saints, we even hear them talk about how short life really is. Job 7, 7, Job tells us there, you know, Job lived, I don't know, somewhere around 200 years. We won't argue about it tonight, but we'll just say roughly around 200 years. And you know what he said? My life is wind. You know what he meant by that? Just as the wind blows, life is gone. Life is gone. Moses lived to be 120 years old. You know what he said? We spend our years as a tale that is told. You know what that means? It's real short. It's real short. And the truth is tonight, listen, 
Here today, gone tomorrow, and soon forgotten. I say a deep swallow about that because I just offended somebody. But isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? Here today, gone tomorrow, and then soon forgotten. I mean, no, you're lucky if your family remembers you. I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest, folks. We're down here trying to lay down earthly treasures. We're trying to build bigger houses. Huh? Why don't we build something eternal, folks? Something eternal. I tell you what, I'd, I'd love to get to glory, Brother Steve, and be able to see people that I watch get saved. Except Christ. Not because I did anything, because God did everything. Go tell somebody about Jesus. We also notice the truth about vapor. You say, what in the world is so special about vapor tonight? Well, let's think about this for a moment. What's vapor made out of? Water, right? Let's talk about steam a little bit. huh? Made out of water. What does water usually do? It usually finds itself on the ground, don't it? Water usually falling, ain't it? You ever notice what vapor does, though? You say, preacher, where in the world are you going to lost your mind? Huh? Let's think about this tonight, though. Does vapor fall? No, vapor rises. Huh? Vapor rises. There's a big difference between water and vapor because it changes its form. Huh? Anybody with me tonight? <laughs> Can I tell you that when Christ saved you, if you're a child of God tonight, guess what you are to be? You're to be like that vapor. Huh? No, I'm not talking about the water form where you just fall to the ground, fall to pieces, right? I'm talking about vapor where you rise up. You see, what is vapor trying to do? Well, well, let's just go back to science and we can go back to biology class a little bit. We won't have to get very far because I didn't do very well. But what does vapor do? Vapor rises to the clouds, doesn't it? And how is it drawn up? Vapor's drawn up to the clouds by the sun. Huh? Anybody got a picture yet of what I'm talking about tonight? The Son of God, Jesus Christ Himself, He's calling you up. Listen, and there's going to be that glorious day when as a vapor you just rise on up to those clouds. I'm talking about the heavenlies, folks. He's going to bring you on to glory, folks. You see, that's what God's got in store for all of your lives. Now, yes, we look at this and we see the picture of how time is short. But praise God, if you'd just be a vapor rather than just a drop. Hello. You can rise up to glory when the sun calls you home. <laughs> when the sun calls you home. What am I saying tonight? We can get caught up in whatever we want to. But our dependence must be on the Lord. Because I believe when our dependence is on the Lord, we won't get caught up in anything else but Him. What is verse number 15? In closing tonight, I want you to see this because this really sums up this, these two verses right here. In verse 15 it says this, For that... Ye ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. Now you say tonight, that sure seems like some simple language. Ain't the KJV just some simple language? 
Praise God. You know what we see right there is a beautiful picture that God cares about every little detail of our lives. You see, between this and that, you can put everything. Huh? You ever thought about that? Between this and that is your life. Between this and that is your job. Between this and that, hey, is how you go to the store and how you see people and how you share the gospel with people. This and that. This and that. Every little detail of our lives. And can I tell you, God cares about every little detail of your life. We live like God does not have a will for every little detail of our lives. But can I tell you tonight, you can. Can I tell you tonight, you can. You don't have to get all upset and worried and by yourself and, boy, have anxiety. I shared with the Sunday school class this morning. I've shared it many times, but that anxiety get get you, boy. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. You've lived with it. I'm talking about getting sick before you ever put your feet on the floor. Huh? That's a reality. I used to dread Sunday night because I knew Monday was coming. That's what's real, folks. And there might be somebody here tonight dealing with that same exact thing. You know what I had to come to the fact of? Dependence on God. Dependence on God. Because guess what? Sean ain't got it. Truth is, James Allen ain't got it. Steve ain't got it. Brother Bodie back there, you ain't got it. Listen, we ain't got it, folks. But God does. God does. And there's going to be the moments in our lives when we're going to be tried. (laughs) Hey, we're going to be tried by that fire. It's going to be rough. Some of you may be walking through fire right now. Say, preacher, if the flame gets me one more time, I'm just going to burn up. Can I tell you, if you belong to God, if it burns you up, it'll be His will that it is, so He can take you on home. And He'll give us the grace to be able to accept that. I say that because I know that, because I've seen that. God is good. God loves you with a radical love. huh? And tonight, He wants you not depending on this world, but depending on Him. So the question is tonight, what will we do? Will we sit in our pews and sing? Or will we seek the face of God? You say, preacher, are you saying that we are to come down to the altar tonight? I say, if God touched your heart tonight and pressed upon you, you are to come gain some dependence in the Lord. That's what I'm saying tonight. So I wonder, what will we do with that? Will we come and seek His face? Heads bowed and eyes closed. I ask you now, would you just go ahead and come? I'll be honest with you, I'm about to find myself on the altar of God. Why? Because I need to depend on Him more than I already do. I wonder tonight, how about you? How about you tonight? How many need to depend on him just a little bit more?